0: Welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast with my mom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast, episode 47. It's me. I'm back. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking a trip down memory lane with us and listening to some of our favorite past episodes. Um, The reason why that has been super helpful to me is because I just randomly had a gallbladder attack and had to have my gallbladder removed. So that was fun. Am I right? Yeah. So thanks for going with us down that journey. Um, and remembering where we've been y'all, it's hard to believe that we are 47 weeks into this podcast journey. And, um, Yeah, thanks Auto Parent family for sticking around and for hanging out. We are close to the Advent season. We are close to Christmas. And to Thanksgiving this coming week. So, yeah, let's not skip Thanksgiving. I know people get all upset about that. I, you know, have feelings, but we will just leave my feelings out of it for once. Um, So, yeah, I am looking forward to all kinds of things that are coming. I wanted to know if it would be fun to do a special holiday edition of Parenting Fails, Confessions and Wins, because I think that would be a blast and I would love to get your submissions. So yeah, if you want to share those with the podcast, you can do so via Instagram and Twitter at Autoparent, or you can send them to me via email. You can do kc at foundryumc.org and send me those and we'll share them on a special holiday episode of of the Auto Parent podcast where we'll do holiday fails, confessions and wins. Oh, speaking of which, that's mm-hmm. something I wanted to talk to us about. So, I in the spirit of a parenting fail have been thinking a little bit this week about how competitive my older child Cash is. So, he is 6, he'll be 7 in February. He Has recently come into like this deep, deep love of sports, which, you know, Greg and I both played sports. And, you know, sometimes you want your kids to do what you did or to love what you love. And we've never forced that on our kids at all. So, anyway, Cash has kind of come into this love of sports, which has been awesome, but at the same time, a little bit difficult because he is so competitive and he gets upset and cries like when his team doesn't win or when like if he's playing on the playground at school or if he's at recess like he just gets so oh my gosh Hmm, that's a yawn leave leave that in proof of the exhaustion parents oh I bet it probably made you yawn too (laughs) so yeah cash is just super 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 competitive and yeah it's funny because I just see myself all over it and I mean, I haven't been over the top with competitiveness or anything like that. So I'm trying to figure out like that can't be genetic, right? Like there's something I'm doing. There's something we're doing and, and we're putting it in the environment somehow or in the water, who knows, but yeah, it feels hard and it feels scary because I know how I am now and I really don't want him to be that way. (laughs) Um, I am so competitive. Mostly with myself, I am a perfectionist. Some people will say that they're a recovering perfection. I'm not even recovering. I am just a perfectionist. I justify it by saying like the byproducts are, of perfectionism are pretty great, so I could have a lot of things, but I'm thankful this is what I have. <laughs> um, my therapist calls bullshit every time, uh, which is why I love her and keep her in my life, but. Yeah. So, and I'll talk briefly about what happened with my gallbladder and how this intersects. So I was having a gallbladder attack. I'm the kind of person that convinces myself I'm not in pain, mind over matter. Um, And so it's kind of, most of the time it's worded as you have a high pain tolerance. Well, no, not really. I just convince myself with my mind that I am not in pain. And then what happens when I go to the doctor or when somebody who is like, a trusted person says, hey, you're sick, that my body goes, oh, okay, because I don't trust myself enough to think that I could be right about what my body is feeling. And wow, even saying that just feels big and scary and hard. And so that's what happened with this gallbladder attack. And I went to the doctor and um, the doctor didn't even look at my scans, didn't do a physical examination, didn't really do anything, just scheduled me for an endoscopy, which if you know anything about that type of procedure has nothing to do with your gallbladder. (laughs) And so that was confusing to me. I didn't, I mean, it all sort of happened without my consent. I was very confused. And then, you know, two days later, I wound up in the emergency room because I was having a very intense gallbladder attack with like stones and my liver was completely blocked off. And so wound up having to have sort of emergency surgery to have my gallbladder completely removed and it was cut it was it was such a whirlwind experience and I didn't feel in control of any of it which is also another big and scary thing for me but the biggest sort of realization happened during my recovery so the surgeon came in and said I'll see you about a week after you've had surgery you should be you know very recovered by then you know, in the next day or two, you should be up and moving around. Things are going to feel normal. You're going to feel great. It's going to be amazing. I talked to some like family members and some friends who had had their gallbladder out and every single one of them was like, oh yeah, just, just a week, you know, and you'll be, you'll be back to normal. So how does KC translate that? Okay. This is the goal. This is how we win. Um, And some of you may be laughing, but this is actually how my brain works. This is the goal, one week, because that is what everyone has told me. That is the standard. I must meet it. So that was what I put in my head. And then when a week came, I realized that I was not in a place where I was fully healed, but I pushed through anyway. I scheduled meetings. I started working. I was up and moving and picking things up off the ground. And, and what happened was I did that for a day and realized that I felt like I had been just, oh, beaten down and realized that I was not healed by any means, I wasn't even close. And so I, you know, made the difficult decision to say, okay, I need I need some more rest, like I need to heal more. And so I gave myself another week. And it was hard. I mean, I I just kept thinking, like, I am failing at this. I was still sleeping with my head elevated. And like, yeah, it was just it was it was super, super, super hard. And um, luckily, I had some people around me who were very supportive and gave me permission because sometimes I need that. Sometimes you may need that permission to just know that it's okay for your body to heal the way your body heals um, or for you to process things the way you process things. So that happened. And then it was this crazy thing that on the exact day of the two week mark, my bandages came off. My stitches went away. My body started to heal. I started to be able to bend over a little bit. I'm still not completely there with that, but um, my energy was back, like, Everything that everybody told me would happen happened. It just took me two weeks. And this miraculous thing happened after that, which is that I was talking to somebody else after my two week period who had also had their gallbladder removed. And they were like, oh, yeah, it took me two full weeks to recover. And I was like, oh, there it is. Where were you? (laughs) Where were you two weeks ago when I was struggling um, with this one week goal? But I say all of that to say, I wanted to tell you a little bit about what we've been dealing with in the Van Buren household and why I haven't been live on the airwaves with you. But I also wanted to share that as we're moving into the Advent season, as we're moving into Christmas and holidays, and there is just um, sometimes this intense desire and need for us to be perfect, to deny ourselves what what our bodies are telling us we need, to sort of push through, um, especially because if you're traveling, oh my goodness, if you're traveling, even if you're not traveling, if you're hosting people, um, there's just all kinds of responsibilities and things happening with the Advent and, and Christmas season. And, um If you're feeling that pressure or if you're feeling tired or if you need a rest, my encouragement to you is to listen to your body because nobody knows what your body is going through and experiencing better than you. And I learned that the hard way. And actually, if I'm being transparent with you, I'm not even sure I've fully learned it. <laughs> I had a moment of revelation where I realized that, um, but it is a constant learning um, or perhaps unlearning. But um, you're not alone on this journey, and I'm with you. And if your kids are driving you crazy, and um, things are just bananas in your household, if you've got in-laws or family members or relatives, or if there's sickness running through your household, or if your kids are out of school and driving you up the wall, um, just know, (laughs) just know that you are the expert on you. And um, yeah, hopefully my hope and prayer is that you have supportive people and supportive partners in your life um, that understand kind of what you're going through and that are there, uh, to give you the permission slips that you may need. And I think I should say, you don't need permission slips. And I think I probably have said that a bunch of times, you don't need permission to take care of yourself. And that's true. But sometimes it actually feels really good for somebody to say, you know what? I endorse, I sign on the dotted line, At these steps that you're taking to take care of yourself, for me, it's going to be continuing my weekly therapy. It's going to be meditation, which has been such a a grounding and important thing that I've been doing lately. Um, It's going to be being present with my family, all of those things, and hopefully, when my family gets here, just leaving them with the kids and saying bye. (laughs) Um, So, anyway. I hope and pray that that is what is um, waiting for you on the other side. And as always, we love you. We are with you. You are not alone on this journey. Thanks for listening to the Auto Parent Podcast. We're going to leave you with a parent mantra, something you can say to yourself or to your partner just to know that you're not alone your mantra for this week is, I am the expert on me. I am the expert on me. Because friends, if we don't believe that, it's going to be really hard to convince our kids. And remember this, you don't have to be an auto parent to be a good one. your host, Pastor Casey. You can follow me on Twitter at RevKCVC. Join us next week, same time, same place. You can find out more information about Foundry United Methodist Church by visiting our website www.foundryumc.org. If you're specifically looking for information about our family ministries department or our offerings for parents, you can find those at www.foundryumc.org slash family ministries.